Welcome to the Organized Holistically podcast, where I help you get your business and personal life organized. I'm your host, Dana L'Oreal Morales, and I can't wait to share this episode with you. All right, guys. So today is part two of our two-part series with Miss Jennifer Weber of the Entrepreneurship Collective. Now, as you know, Jennifer has 20 plus years of experience as an attorney in the trademark, copyright, and business space. And she is really serious about educating and training um, business owners, entrepreneurs, and creatives so that they are able to protect their content, their brand, and their assets. And so today's uh episode is all around social proof, gathering social proof for your business and making sure that you are doing it the right way. So she is going to talk to us about that as well as her new kudos system. So I hope you enjoy this and definitely stay tuned. Speaking of course, you have just launched an awesome course, kudos. So do you want to just say right? Yeah. Kudos. Um, will you share, first of all, what the acronym stands for? I love people who create acronyms for their stuff and I'm a little jealous because I want to do that and I have never been, no, it just hasn't happened. Oh, it's, it's fun. So I will, we'll brainstorm someday. So yeah, I'm happy to tell you about it. So, um, earlier this year, I connected, uh, with a woman, uh, who teaches people how to create courses. And we were connected. I think I might have done a free challenge with her, mm-hmm. like I took her challenge or something. We got to talking. And so, you know, telling what I do. And she's like, oh, I need to know about that. And my students need to know about that. So I ended up uh, becoming, she had like a six week program and she brought in a launch specialist to teach those folks about launch and brought me in to talk about copyright. And so it was the first time I, it was the first draft, if you will, of my teaching. Um, not draft. I mean, it was complete. I don't want to make it sound like there was no value there. Like, chicken scratch. Um, but I came in, and so it wasn't just talking about copyright, but it was talking about how to protect your online course because mm-hmm. there's so much more to it, right? So the things we've been talking about, there's the content you've created, the written, the video, mm-hmm. you know, all of that. What can be protected by copyright? What can't? You know, because there are things that can't be. Mm-hmm. How to put your copyright notices on this? You're selling your course under a brand name. You know, she's helping you uh, create names for your courses. And then it's the same thing with an LLC. Your name may or may not be protected under trademark. It's mm. a different analysis. Like there's there's ways to communicate your course that are perfect and nothing wrong with it. And then if you want to trademark it, that's a different, different thing. So we talked about that and we talked about contracts and we talked about, you know, are you developing, uh, is your course with, is it part of a membership? right? So, you know, understanding the where every time you're going to need a contract. Um, so this was obviously hitting the highlights and, mm-hmm. and on content production and, and letting them know about other things. Um, and so I um, am working on that um, to teach that course, how to protect your course, which obviously needs a new name. <laughs> My online course on how to protect your online course course <laughs> <laughs> kind of ridiculous um but as i was preparing and writing that um more things came up and more things came up and i'm like this isn't a two-hour course this isn't a three-hour right. class. and so i'm like uh, i've got to think about this like mm-hmm. i've got to 
talk to people and say, what would that look like to know this stuff? How would you right. want to receive that? So that that's in the works. But part of that, so that's where the kudos system came from, is because that was a piece that's that's important. And kudos, you know, applause, congratulations, that kind of thing. Um, where the name the name came last, um, because what I was starting out to do was that all of us that have a business and want to market that business um, at some point might ask for testimonials, or they might be volunteered to us. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, you might get uh, a shout out or, you know, a great compliment in, in your own Facebook group or on a page and get tagged, um, you know, whatever that looks like. Um, and of course you want to use them, right? right? And I haven't dived into this, but generally you hear that social proof is important. And if I see that someone else bought it, then that's more, make me more likely to, mm-hmm. if I see another entrepreneur course creator person versus a coach you know if i'm seeing things that be like that because i use reviews you know especially when i'm I'm buying products outside of you know from my my personal life amazon has become a great review source whether you buy from amazon or not Mm -hmm. but there's so many honest feedback in there right well presumably honest so (laughs) the idea was is that i was going to have a template Mm -hmm. uh, for testimonial release and a short guide simple. And then it was like, well, but you got to organize things, right? You got to, you're, you're asking people for a testimonial and then you got to keep that. Um, mm-hmm. So it's based in the law, getting back to false advertising is that uh, the federal trade commission views um, a testimonial as an honest opinion for a person's honest opinion about something that they purchased hmm right that's the understanding that if i see a testimonial the fair assumption should be that dana bought it and mm-hmm. she gave an opinion good or bad you know and of course i'm not going to advertise the negative things I'm right my right. business right you know kind of thing so there's a lot of pitfalls in in using testimonials uh you you can't incentivize them mm-hmm. you can't be like hey um you know, if you do fill out my form, give me a review by Friday, you'll get a Starbucks gift card. Um, even if they're still giving you honest reviews, it's changed the impression, right? Mm-hmm. They changed the expectation that that was an honest review for something that they paid for. Um, Cause that now there's an asterisk, but they got right. something from it. Right. You know? Even if they did pay for it now, there's, you know, that, that thing. Uh, you can't give people scripts. I can't say, Hey, Dana, um, thanks for buying my kudos system. I would love a review. And if you could just say, it was fantastic. You're right. You help me in this, right? One, that's just terrible from a review standpoint because they're all going to sound the same. But most importantly, that is not your honest review. That's a Here's script. my 10 line review that I want right. you to put your name on. Right. If you would just sign that, that would be helpful, right? <laughs> not going to fly. Um, so here's a whole nother world of things you wouldn't be aware of, people aren't aware of, there's no shame in not being aware of. But uh, the one example I like to give is, is not only is, is, at the end of the day, what a testimonial is, besides this honest review, is when you're using that, you're mm-hmm. using someone's name and their words to make money. 
mm-hmm. are selling, helping using that to help sell your product, right? So now you're using someone's name to sell a product. If you don't have permission to use someone's name and their words, they can come back and say, take that down. I never mm-hmm. gave permission, right? If you're screenshotting their their Facebook post, it's their picture and their name. And now you're using what they look like, their actual image and their name to sell something which you can't do without permission. Mm-hmm. So I've decided when I have merchandise for my business, it's going to, you know, it looks terrible when you spell it out as a hashtag though. So I got to come up with something else, but basically it's hashtag, get it in writing. Mm-hmm. You're going to hear that from me all the time. So the testimonial and media release needs to be like, uh, let's say you were to give me a, a testimonial, then it would say that, you know, I, Dana, give entrepreneurship collective permission to use what I wrote or the video I recorded or, or the audio or, you know, whatever, however mm-hmm. I delivered it in any way that you want to use it for all time. And uh, I don't have any rights in this. You know, mm-hmm. I don't get to say how you use it or what you can use it on or for right. how long or any of that. And my job is to use it the way you said I could. Mm-hmm. So maybe you, you want to just be Dana M. Mm-hmm. Or you want to be anonymous or... Um, you might have given a testimony on video, but you only want it, the transcription. You don't want video use. You mm-hmm. know, you can ask. That's part the of the limitations like around people, right? And how many limitations you want to deal with. You know, you just want mm-hmm. it all. Great. Um, so you have this document. Um, so you have it in writing that you have permission. So um, what KUDO stands for, um, and this was great work. So again, it started with template and guidance, right? That's all it was. Testimonial release. That was going to be the name sort of, you know, mm-hmm. important. <clears throat> and then I created a Trello board so you can process all this. And so as I created the Trello board, I call it your rave reviews records, you know, so it's a whole board that helps you from ask to published testimonial. Mm-hmm. And I was very alliterative that day. I have the praise process and the publish process, you know, I was coming up with all kinds of things. And so I co-work with a number of women in two different groups uh, who are very, very helpful. And I was like, now I've got to come up with a name. I had set a date of when I wanted this to launch. And I was like, feeling really solid, got to tweak a lot of things and actually put it online, but it's done. And I need a name for it. And I'm still in the alliterative thing, but I'm like, I'm willing to let it go. Mm-hmm. And, then, and one co- co-worker said, you know, what you've got is a system. Mm-hmm. It's not. System. You know, and I was like, you're right. It's not just a course. It's not a course. It's, right. it's, not it's a system. So we were sort of talking about, and I came up with the word kudos and then uh, brainstorming with friends. We were coming up with and half joking and half seriously. We, we do this a lot. What would those letters stand for? Mm-hmm. And then after that call, I was like, okay, that was a good start. But really what the letter should stand for is what you as a buyer, someone that bought the system should have mm-hmm. at the end of the day. So kudos, K is for no. It's just like we've been talking about. Uh, you should know this even applies to you, right? Mm-hmm. Again, Federal Trade Commission guidelines. Uh, I was out reading them one day. I was researching and someone's like, what are you reading? And I was like, man, I'm a nerd. <laughs> 
this is gonna make a lot of sense to people. Luckily, it was another lawyer. So they were like, all right, <laughs> I get it. Um, but you should, so K is for no, you should know this applies to you, mm-hmm. generally speaking. U is for understand, to really understand why it applies to you and what you need to be concerned with in your process. Uh, D is for document. So just get in in writing that you do have these permissions that it's, you know, and I talk about different ways about how you can get that documentation. Mm-hmm. O is for organize. So keeping all this organized, especially, uh, you know, as you go through this process and, you know, uh, as you have more products and services like you have a number you have your membership and then you have standalone courses and that as that increases you want a way to organize I got reviews for the membership and I also have reviews for the standalone and I don't want just this one big digital file or one big stack that I have mm-hmm. to search for every time I'm ready to market you know right 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 so to be organized and then um s is for share so that you can share these testimonials so kudos that's how the name was born that's fabulous I love hearing the story of how things come about because a lot of times as a consumer, as someone looking in, right, we only see the end product, but we Mm -hmm. don't see the transition between original idea through the end. So that was cool to kind of hear. I talk about, and I love to write. And so this, this education and training, getting in the flow of this uh, is really uh, personally and professionally uh, satisfying for me to do this. Mm-hmm. And so I find myself talking a lot about first drafts and second drafts. And mm-hmm. so that's why I had to stop myself. I'm like, no, it was more than a first draft when I got it, but you know, different implications. It on wasn't that. just a paper towel with some writing. Right. It wasn't a post-it with three bullet points going, let's wing it. We'll see what happens. People pay good money, you know? Um, so, so that's how the kudos system, uh, was born. And it, it's actually been a lovely thing because I, I teach classes on what copyrights are, what trademarks are at the fundamental level. So you, you have understandings. And then I also do training so you can um, file your trademarks on your own, do it yourself. Mm-hmm. But it was really nice, but I was kind of, um, as a business person, it's a lot for people to understand why a copyright applies and when they're going to get to it. Uh, Mm -hmm. if you hear it before you do that and that's fine Um, and because I like to teach the kudos system helped me break it down like here's a discrete piece yeah that we can all relate to and so I'm getting I'm having fun developing a lot of things that way the next one actually you know is coming out is is the LLC um uh course so I've had some great people uh be uh um my market research for me in two mm-hmm. different states so I can, you know, understand yeah. and just, you know, how overwhelming it is, you know, mm-hmm. what you think you have to do versus what you have to do. What you um, actually so, need to do. You know, yeah. So I'm having fun um, evolving that. And then back to this, you know, overall course thing uh, is I feel like there's something bigger with that. You know, there will be the course itself. Um, but I'm wondering if, you know, I've got to find the right people to ask is, is that a six week program? Mm-hmm. So kind of let's walk you through getting what all has to happen, what needs yeah. to be done. It's not just one course. Um, so I'm kind of fun, just like every entrepreneur going, hmm, what would, what makes the most sense? And, you know, is it a membership program? Right. Oh my God, a membership program. That sounds insane. You know? <laughs> and then it's like, 
let's dial it back, you know, and mm -hmm. um, so it's fun. So there's, there's different things rolling out, right? That now. growth process. And it, it's funny that you mentioned that about kind of how the progression goes, because I mean, when I started out, I had no intention of creating a membership at all whatsoever. It started with one course, much like you. And it was like, okay, someone took the course and they said, but what about this? And what about this? And so it just started to grow and it was too much for just one course. You know, it was like, um, I, I remember I did a mastermind and it had a whole bunch of stuff in it. And one of the participants said like, this one little sliver could be a full blown course, you know, because it was just so information rich that it's just, oh, my brain is overloaded taking all of this. And so just being able to break it down. And that's really how the membership kind of came about because I had so many little mini pieces, but they all kind of built together or you kind of needed all of the pieces. Um, they all serve your, your end goals. And I feel like I was telling someone about your membership program and I've shared with you my experience of like, Dana's going to have something to help me right now. <laughs> and, and I'm going going to put that into a testimonial for you because it cracks me up but I'm like seriously that um you know I know like I've, I've taken on a new project in my consulting practice separate and apart from teaching and I know there's tools out there but I'm I know I like Mike you're my go-to I know there's mm -hmm. gonna be a system in there and then you're like yes yes there is so <laughs> you know call and it's not whatever. you know because I mean that's for you, the same thing is like, if I have something legal, a legal question, it's like, okay, I want to go again, we, we think about it, no like and trust, who is someone that I know, who is someone I like, and who is someone I trust to at least broach the conversation with, right, and determine if they can help me or if they know someone else who can. Exactly. Um, I think that's so valuable and so important to have in your wheelhouse as an entrepreneur in general, right? Entrepreneurship is so lonely. Mm -hmm. It is so lonely and it is, you know, I've been so lucky in the last year to have found groups that have um, intentional or not like we've become co-working groups or mastermind groups, you know, and some days it's just like, we're going to talk about real life and no work is getting done because mm -hmm. it's really hard. Mm -hmm. um, and so when you have that tongue to-do list, and you're by yourself it doesn't matter how if you're if you've got a spouse uh they're supportive or if you're like me and you're it left with your thoughts yeah. day to day uh you know it's hard and it's hard to to keep going and so yeah what i would like to be is a trusted source of information mm -hmm. and confidence building and education and trainings and things like that and that you know, I'm not going to steer you wrong and right. you know, say, you know, here's this and you may be perfectly capable of doing everything by yourself and you don't want to. And that's awesome. Right. You know, you're like, I want to, I want people to do this for me. Mm -hmm. I've had people that, you know, I want it, everything done for me. And I'm like, great, let's find you someone. Right. Right. It's like um, arming them with the tools of what they need or what they're going to potentially need going forward. And education is power. So yeah. even if you come across something or they take your, your kudos, you know, engage in the kudos system and realize like, oh, I have an additional question that wasn't covered here, you know, because yeah, I know I we kind of talked about yeah. it. And one of the things that popped up while you were talking, I was like, okay, so what if I'm a person giving a review for somebody 
and I'm okay with them using it, what is the proper protocol for me as the consumer saying, hey, I'm going to give you this testimonial because I really believe in your product. And this is what I want to do for you so that you don't then have to turn around and ask me, can I use it? You know, those. Yeah. So I think that like, so now, so that's a great question because one thing I had to be very, um, like everything else, like you're saying you have one course, but it's now a membership. Uh, even this topic, there is so much to the testimonial piece that I had mm -hmm. to be very deliberate about what's going to be in there. Um, and because I got a great question about, can I use this or can I use that? And, you know, I think that'll be questions for groups or, or, or you know, we'll see how that plays out. But for, for what you're asking, what I think is great is um, I want to give you a testimonial, uh, you know, what, and then the next thing is, what is your system? How do, what is, you know, where do I sign mm -hmm. to, so that you have permission to use this? Because I'll tell you what you don't want to do or be a part of um, is I was, I'm in a, a, a membership group and love it, love the people in there. And she brought in her coach to speak um, to all of us. And uh, so there's a post in the group and it was about this other coach and I had commented on it, like, sounds great. Or she was great, you know, after she spoke to us or mm -hmm. something like that. And then a screenshot of that went to this other coach's Facebook page. So it's now outside of a private Facebook group onto a public page. And uh, I'm now, looks like I'm endorsing this someone. other person. Yeah. And while I like her and I actually don't have a problem with this situation, um, but it's a great example because now it's a screenshot of a Facebook page. So it's mm -hmm. my name, my a private Facebook page, private Facebook group, right? <laughs> where I had an expectation of, you know, yeah, screenshots. I mean, I don't have, I'm not divulging private stuff, but still, right. you know, your, your members expect things to stay in the group. So it's a screenshot of the original post, my comment on it, another person's comment on it, our profile photos, Mm -hmm. the whole thing and then move to a public page that I have no idea right who sees this and not embarrassed about liking the coach you know but it's like but I didn't give you permission I'm not endorsing right. you right? right I didn't give you that's a comment I made not like yes I would hire you because I haven't worked with that coach mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so this is the best possible scenario because she gave value to the group. My comment was related to that. I think in the context, it all makes sense. And so at mm -hmm. the end of the day, it's not being used as a testimonial exactly the main, her, the main comment was, mm -hmm. but it's a prime example of what exactly are you using? What exactly do you have right. permission for? And mm -hmm. none of that, right? Maybe from the original poster, who right. was probably like, of course you can use my comment because I'm a fan and I want to support you but uh, not all the subsequent responses but not all the other stuff you mm -hmm. know so I think it um having a, a responsibility to you know and I think there's there's probably a lot of coaching out there that's talking about like you got to get those testimonials take that screenshot and share it and I get what's behind it mm -hmm. but um I heard this it's a it's a different scenario, but I just heard about this where a woman took a photo of herself. You know, I've done this 
get done on the hair salon and this is the last time it's going to look like this because it's I'm left to my own devices it's never you know right. so I'm like got a great photo in the mirror and I'm like cool you know and it just stays on my phone I'm not sharing them but this one particular woman probably shared it like mm-hmm. hey. and then she's traveling and she sees herself in an advertisement for a hair product because people are scraping images off the internet off Instagram or wherever and doing that and, and you're like what the what I didn't say what are you doing you know so there's yeah. a very egregious example of using someone's name and likeness to mm-hmm. sell a product yeah and that's the thing is you are making money off of someone else someone else name and video yeah. and uh I uh had a you know saying I was a litigator before um we had a case where uh, uh, a client's product had uh, a picture of like a street fair on it mm-hmm. you know, and it was on the box and uh, the man had died the man in the photo oh. and his wife and daughter walked into a store and saw it they saw it oh and goodness so that's like the worst case scenario of not having permission and the consequences mm-hmm. you're gonna get a lawsuit yeah you know, you're going to get a lawsuit or um, you're going to, what if someone decides they don't like you anymore and wants you to change it? Mm-hmm. And you don't have anything in writing to say. You, you know, gave me permission, right? So this is where as a lawyer who's, my whole career is about intellectual property and helping you protect it. And that's a very exciting space to be. And I get to work with creatives and business owners and do all that. Um, and then also, lot of my career was being a litigator when everything falls apart and no one remembers the beginning the same way anymore right 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 I didn't tell you that yeah I didn't say that Mm -hmm. or you know and then the other thing just generally about legal usually you hear about plaintiff side and defense side right you like prosecution and defense plaintiffs Mm -hmm. defendants you know there's two sides right and either you're a plaintiff's attorney or you're a defense attorney right or or you you know it's these like battles. It's the line. It's the line right? order. Yeah. <laughs> Do not cross. You've gone to the dark side if you switch sides yeah, as a yeah. professional, right? You know, <sighs> we're just such a joyous bunch, I tell you. Um, <laughs> but in trademark and copyright and intellectual property, uh, you have the obligation to enforce your trademarks, right? And, and copyrights, you want to protect yours mm-hmm. and that's the job of other people too. So you're equally could be a plaintiff or a defendant. Someone could decide that your trademark or, is infringing their trademark mm-hmm. or you could decide someone else's. So you could literally have two things going on where you're, you're plaintiff in one and a defendant in another. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's just so much to it that I like to distill it down to the essentials. Yeah. Uh, and you know that there's a lot of nuance and there's a lot of things but at the end of the day we get back to issue spotting and then as as your business develops you're like okay i'm ready to understand the kudos piece mm-hmm. you know? i love that issue spotting it's like i see a magnifying glass you know i love my legal yep. little magnifying glass. Oh. I'm, I'm really spotting all of the you know you're sitting here talking and i i can picture some issues already you know and just like okay and that just helps me in not only with my business but also guiding others to say hey you need to be careful of this you know don't do this you know and that's what you see your friends doing it but you don't need to follow suit you know you're like you're just 
the key thing about issue spotting is uh, my, you know, and I think in regular life, it, it's sort of that intuition that something's not right here, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. like, um, and so in business, you want to pay attention to that. But you, like, I went to law school because I wanted to be an intellectual property attorney and 20 bazillion, five years, whatever the heck I went to law school ago, like, okay, it's, I've been practicing over 20. So um, when I graduated, Jeff Bezos, who's going to space momentarily, had recently founded Amazon and was only like was selling books. Brand new. <laughs> he was brand new. He was only selling books and all the business magazines and shows were making fun of him because he was losing money left and right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, later, this man is going into space, right? Like that is how much life has changed. Yes. And when I went to law school, I wanted to study intellectual property because the internet was new. Mm -hmm. Right. If given, you know, Google was just starting. It was new. Yeah. Right? Brand new. It just launched as an IPO. All of that was new in the, the late nineties. Um, and so for me, intellectual property and how it's going to work in this new space was like, that's where I wanted to be. Yeah. And I'm seeing it now with, um, with the pandemic and the, the huge shift we've all gone through about, did your job end, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and you had, you started something new on your own. Did mm -hmm. you stop commuting and actually got all this time? Was like, I will try that side business. Right, know, or, right. But there's, or we just had all had a lot more time to be online. Whatever it is, I feel for me personally, the way we're interacting with interacting with the internet now is similar to back then. Things are new and figuring it out. Yeah. There's a lot more law and rules that cover things, but there's a lot more like it used to be you'd hear people say, well, it's on the internet, so it's free. Right. but it may not be right <laughs> it's not true it is not true um and then so and then that evolved to last year this cracked me up to no end someone told me a graphic designer told them not a graphic designer a social media manager told them well if it's on pinterest it's free so now we've niched down not all of the internet just parts of the internet. Just, pinterest. <laughs> just pinterest and i was like no that is like not it's not it's, it's not, not necessarily true. free and it's not necessarily true it's like we've got yeah. to really you know but the funny thing is, is that i i have so many clients that are so scared to do a little bit of research i'm like at least start with google like google it figure out what you are seeing out there get some information and then go to an expert or go to somebody else and say hey let me figure out let's go to the um federal, whatever the government agency is that handles yeah. whatever it is and get the information. Like you need to start doing the research and stop just asking your fellow friend who has absolutely no idea. Yeah, what's really fun to me. So like trying to market this and develop my own business and what classes I'm gonna create and things, you know, all the advice is out there is, you know, do your SEO research, go see what people are asking. Mm -hmm. Well, no one knows what to ask about no. what I do. And so then I'm like, okay. So it's been this real evolving how to explain it, right? I used mm -hmm. to have my class called Trademark Fundamentals because that's what it is. Yeah. It's offered to a very uh, specific group of people, not broadly marketed, right? Mm -hmm. And so now it's trademarks is protect your brand. That's what I call it. Let's, you know, because that's what people can understand. That's what right? they connect to. Because, yeah. 
I was told that I'm too corporate. Like I'm, I talk in a way that assumes people know what I'm talking about versus breaking it down to. We all do because we're experts in our field, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Like as most people, you know, my clients and customers are not lawyers. I am not a marketer. So I take classes on how the heck to write Facebook things does, doesn't sound like it's 47 paragraphs, well, right. you know, but it's like, it's lighter. It's, it like any expert knows so much that it feels weird to keep it super triple high level in mm-hmm. a Facebook page or Instagram post or a, a, a short article in a blog. Like, like they're going to know that they're going to think this is a waste of their time because you feel like you and I don't like, I hate to use this phrase, but for the sake of this conversation, like dumb it down, you feel like you're breaking it down to such a minute level that people are going to feel like you think they're an idiot, right? But well, I then- feel like, I, I'll flip that a little bit that I feel like I'm not giving value, right? Like, yes, you know, yes. I like and, your, your way of explaining that. You know, yeah. And so it's like, I want to give value, but if you give too much, you get the deer in the headlight looks like we're talking about because it's just mm-hmm. too much, right? Yeah. So so actually the process of what has freed me up a little bit of this is like, you have your lead magnet, right? You mm-hmm. just want people into your world. So for, um, you know, even the kudos system, that could be a checklist or just a thing like, do you know what a testimonial is? Right, right. Like, I mean, like, and then it goes from there, and then it can be a checklist, and then it can be a class, and then it can be a course, and all this stuff. Yeah, and all that knowledge is there, but it, at the high, I'm using my hands to show a ladder that no one can see. So this is awesome. <laughs> Such a good podcast guest. But like at the top level, let's say you know that's maybe your one-to-one service mm-hmm. or a coaching program. You know, there's going to be a lot more depth and knowledge in that, but it right. doesn't belong in the very beginning beginning. yeah and and that's the that's the hard part is really just stopping and saying okay what's that bare minimum what's that beginning step that someone needs to take how do I convey that this is important and they need to think about it and it probably does apply to them and not just Mm -hmm. don't skip (laughs) past this because you assume it doesn't apply to you right? right like get that idea of understanding that this is important for you and your business today. <laughs> and, you know, I was on a very interesting, this uh, coach I know, and she's been very supportive. She's seen some of my things come out and would comment, oh, and especially on the Protect Your Course course. Mm-hmm. course <laughs> I think I just now course. have to call it that and just like, <laughs> love, just live with, like, just love it. Just love the name. Yeah, the just love life. this name. And so I was advertising that it was coming up um, and I had to push back the launch, but she, she coaches other coaches, like how to be coaches. And, uh, she was really great in commenting on some of my stuff. And then we had a, a, a call, basically a discovery call for her, but sort of a mutual chat in a way I was telling her what was going on. And, um, I was talking about protect your content, protect your brand and protect your business is what I used to mm-hmm. say and she's like that's all really great and that all my people need to know that but I'm really concerned about my assets like mm-hmm. what do I need to know to protect my family and the business I've built yeah um, and and so yeah it's just it's um you know I, I've done some coaching with a woman she's really great and you know at the end of the day you're talking about um 
how you're talking to people is finding a way like you are absolutely the expert in your field Mm -hmm. um but i hate the phrase pain point like especially because i heard it so much and no one could tell me what it was they're like just just what is the pain point well what is it or what's your ideal client and i would end up describing myself when i fill out those forms i'm like yeah i'm like this is you know there might be one other person that's you know so it's it's like coming at it of when I come to you and to your classes, it's because I can create processes and systems mm-hmm. in my world of expertise. In mm-hmm. my regular life, it's not that I can't, it is not how I think. Right, right. I, and um, I've taken, uh, there's, a, there's a great, I'll think of the name, uh, assessment test. It's not Myers-Briggs, it's a different one. But what's so beautiful about it is like when you get the results, it says, congratulations, you're a whatever. And it's it's just, this is who you are. This is how, this is how you operate. Just understand this is who you are. This is who you are. So, and there, and it's fantastic. And it's not like it's a strength or it's a weakness. Right. Right. So not surprisingly, I am like a 10 in research. Like I love it. Like figuring things out. I like the how I like the process Mm -hmm. to do all that stuff curiosity and things like that serves me well as an attorney um and that in my you know I know when to stop I know when enough research is to right stop. But, but that when you're an entrepreneur it starts developing into I could keep researching instead of oh I don't know instead of putting right? into action mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that there's that thing but the second column cracked me up to no end and it's just middle it's not zero it's probably four to five on the scale of either nine or ten is a process person right and so I am someone that like, I'm, I would not hire myself. Let's put it that way. If I'm hiring people to for a process, let's be specific here for process. Yes. No, thank you. But it's, it's just so funny because it's like, I, um, I've had a number of jobs in my life before law school where, um, I ended up developing systems. Like I, mm-hmm. I was a, a, a temp at this company for two months, I was earning money to travel. Mm -hmm. And so they had had temps coming through. So while I was there, I created a whole binder about everything I did while sitting at that desk. So the next person knew what to do. Right. I'm good at that. I can do it. But I'm also a little bit of a maverick. And so if I see that it could be changed or done better, that's fine. If they're my own mm-hmm. system, that's fine. Right. It would drive me batty if I didn't have the trust and relationship with someone working for me that was also like, oh, we could change it up and do it better. I'll be like, you know, <laughs> so there's a lot to it. So yeah, we're gone off the rails on this podcast. Houston, <laughs> and how done really, how done really works. Um, but, they're, but they're so important, you know, and yeah. so uh, in my world, and I think that it, it uh, there's a, a certainty obviously with a system, but there's, when I went to law school, early days, the advice I got was really great from uh, this woman. She said, who was a lawyer? She said, when it gets overwhelming, you know, cause you're studying, I mean, study contracts for a year. We study all at my law school, we studied all these subjects for a year. Mm-hmm. You, get really depth, you get really into the stuff because you're supposed to really understand all this. Right. She said, when it gets really overwhelming, come back to the index of the book or the chapter 
and that'll help you reset and reset where you are in this particular space mm -hmm. because the job of studying the law is to get into the minutiae and understand all the stuff right the right um but when you're new and you're like what the what um it's you know, it feels like being an entrepreneur. You're like, where am I in this mm -hmm. process? You know, I, I was climbing a ladder and I don't know where the ladder is now. Right, <laughs> right. So <laughs> it's coming back to that and going, okay, yes, let's reset. I'm here mm -hmm. and, and doing that. So um, that was always really great advice is, is, is basically what it's drawing back out and looking at the big picture. and where you're I like that. So. I like that. Well, Jennifer, thank you so much. This has been great as I knew it would be. I knew thank it you. would be. <laughs> so much fun. So do you want to tell everybody how they can get in contact with you um, or your courses? Yes. So um, the other fun part of being a solopreneur is doing all the things. Uh, so I'm, I'm happy to have a new platform up that's still in progress, but my website is uh, startgrowthrive.io. I know this will be on all the show notes, um, but that is my trademark, Start Grow Thrive. Um, for, that's been for my law firm and now it is for my business consulting uh, practice. That's how I view, how I help people. So startgrowthrive.io for the website. On Facebook and Instagram, I am the Entrepreneurship Collective. Uh, you can find me there. Um, and that's pretty much where I'm at right now. Um, I do, I'm looking into getting back to clubhouse when I can have meaningful conversations. Uh, mm -hmm. with folks. So you can find me there, but right now it's Facebook, Instagram, and my website. I, uh, also it's a whole nother story. It's a conversation for another time. I do have a podcast, uh, not a podcast, excuse me, a blog that I launched last year, which will be revived. Um, but that is called potentially awesome potentially awesome, I love awesome. It. and uh so that has a facebook page and that website is actually uh, a .me so it's potentially awesome o.me so you just spell out the word but put the the dot before the me and that that's my blog perfect perfect well you guys i hope you check her out Thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. And I hope you found something that will help you in your organizing journey. If you did, consider leaving a comment or review so it will help others know the value that you received. For more information regarding this or any other episode, visit dlmorales.com. And as always, do something today to fill your happiness bucket. I'll see you next time.